And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. What about the Ted Lasso season finale? Well, the Ted Lasso season finale gets that big hit. Hello, everybody, and welcome to your second favorite hour-ish of the week. It's another uh, part of the Athletic Fantasy Baseball Podcast. With me, as always, your friend of mine, Derek Arriba. Good morning. My friend of yours, Ian Khan. Hello, my friends. Ian Khan, one and oh. Good, good start to the uh, the the little league season. <laughs> that's not that's not a fantasy comment. Little league, yeah. Uh, little league, yeah. No, we 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 had our first game. The Jedi had their first game. We're really the Rangers, but we could put a little Jedi insignia on the uh, on the jersey, and we play the game with our hearts and with our heads. And they followed all four rules. Rule number one: have fun. Rule number two: focus on every pitch. Rule number three: respect yourself, your teammates, your opponents, and the umpire. Rule number four: always wear a mask. Oh, new, I was gonna say that there's a new rule. Yeah. Always wear a mask. <laughs> Always wear a mask. Um, and there was uh, in the last, uh, we were down 2 nothing. We weren't really hitting. It was okay. But the good thing about the rules is nobody worries about winning or losing. It's just about focus on the next play. And we came back in the last inning and scored three runs and then closed it out. Won the first game 3-2 to two in a hard, hard-fought game. And uh, pretty excited about it. It was fun. And I'm proud of the kids. And we've got our second game today. DVR, how's your Little League team going? Season hasn't started here yet. All right, okay, fair. fair. Are you coaching Little League DVR? No, no, I'm oh, not. Okay, I was excited. Uh, I'm saving that for the future. I think you know, if I have kids of my own someday, I will try and coach their teams. I highly recommend it. it, it if you have the time, it's a it's a wonderful. Uh, as long as you stay in the mindset of it's not about winning, at least for me, uh, good things happen. It's super fun. Yeah, but I mean, you liked you won last year, right? By the way, I got a stuffy nose. I got a cold somehow. I'm going to get a COVID test today. Jeez Louise, don't they? Oh man, don't. But it's like it's, it came out of nowhere. You know what I mean? Like it just. I, it's I'm just a cold. okay, but I, I and I'm so, vaccinated. But, yeah, then you. It's just a. It's just a cold. It's just a cold. We'll see. Um, yeah, baby came but, with it. You know, uh, baby. See, that's a yeah daycare man. It's a it's a thing. No, we got babysitter. Oh, baby. All right, but baby uh, babysitter. All right, well, but there you go. So, so Nando cold. Uh, yeah, sorry Ian, about the stuffiness. I apologize. That's barely that's noticeable. All. All right. Barely noticeable. Barely. Wait, wait barely. till the cough kicks in. Okay, very good. Well, use the mute button. Yeah. Anyway, let's get to uh, let's get to the show. We got interesting, fun little twist. Ian wrote the rundown uh, when I went in there last night. I'm like, oh, let's uh, write, write the rundown. This will be fun. And Ian put like a bunch of like uh, very esoteric thoughts down. Yes. Which, and he just added Ted Lasso for some reason. Yes. Well, we'll get to that, hopefully. I mean, you're the one with the heart out today, but boy, oh boy, Ted Lasso. I will, well, I'm just going to leave with it. If you haven't watched Ted Lasso, I was never a Jason Sudeikis fan. Did not like him. Not a fan. He beat me out for a part on uh, 30 Rock. I've always held it against him. These things. Wow. <laughs> well, let's come on, it's man. True. It's yeah, true. Of course no, he's no, going to no. beat you. He did the show with her forever. Why would I that? I know, but then why did they even bring me in for the audition if you're just going to give it to Jason Sudeikis? Maybe they had, Maybe you could have been uh, the dude who they got off the street as the the metal-colored robot who had a role for a little while. Shane, yeah, I, uh, I, I stopped watching after they, they, they decided not to use me in the show. That's not maybe true. that could have been you. Maybe if you are gracious in defeat, they would have been like, let's bring him back for that <laughs> Cheyenne Jackson part. Well, I'll tell you. They, oh, Shane Jackson. Well, there you go. Shane Jackson's a good actor. Um, but so but so Ted Lasso, and everyone's like, oh, Ted Lasso's so great. I was like, yeah, come on, man. I don't want to watch. I want soccer. The best show. Best show, right? Best show ever. Best right? show. Best, yeah. maybe, maybe my favorite comedy ever. Maybe my f- favorite first season of a comedy ever. Just great from the jump, um, so much fun, and and really life affirming. I mean, our, our friend uh, of ours, Nicole of mine, said it's like watching a hug, and it really, it's like it really is. It's so good. Like we watched the last episode of the first season last night, and I just literally applauded for like thirty seconds. Like it's that good. DVR, I could, could you see Ian actually like literally applauding in his, in his home, like on his couch? I was. I because it was like, I think I can. Like it, it's a, a full appreciation of the craft. It's something Absolutely. that Ian can experience as an actor that I cannot fully experience as merely a spectator. I'll tell you though, it's 
so good. It's so good. And like Apple, you got to get Apple TV, whatever. Like they'll give you a free trials free seven-day trial you'll watch it in two days and you'll probably want to stretch it out to three just so you have three more you know three days of joy so good it's so good i mean i think i talked about schitt's creek probably on the show and how i really love schitt's creek and it was so great and oh what a wonderful comedy blah, blah. yeah it doesn't hold a candle to ted lasso like it's really ted lasso is the stuff welcome to our fantasy baseball show everybody yeah, well, it's at least a, <laughs> at least it is sport. It is sport related. It is a. It takes place in a, on on a football pitch in London. Yeah, Richmond. Yeah, uh huh. So, um, yeah, super fun. I got so much more I want to talk about off air with you. Oh, by the way, you're right. I didn't, I'm sorry, I didn't call you back. You're right. I, we won't yeah, talk about It really wasn't that much of a. Oh, we had the COVID scare here, man. Y'all got okay, yeah. There's always on, there's always a reason. There's always a good reason. But I do you put go. it in my calendar. Like Monday, it's like call Ian back. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Ignore. It's it's right. Ignore, ignore. Ignore. These guys after that ignoring. These guys, these guys right here, these two jerks have sucked me in. Have sucked me in. I just bought what did I buy DVR that you sent that I was like, <laughs> all right, I guess I gotta buy that. What did I buy? What baseball cards did I buy? You bought a set of their nineteen eighty three, <laughs> it's like a throwback thirty fifth anniversary set. So it's a twenty eighteen set made by Tops with the nineteen eighty three design. And it's a 50-card set. It includes... It's only 50 cards? It's 50 cards, but it includes... I thought I was a, getting the whole 2018 season. You should read the description better, man. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm amazed you bought that so quickly, but... You it, said, this is like, you got to get this, so I bought I it. I was like, like, hey, this is cool. I said, this is cool, and I said, the Soto card in that set alone goes for about 40 bucks ungraded. So you got everything else with it, including Acuna and Glaber. I just bought a Freddie Peralta autograph card from that set. Actually, just showed up yesterday. So, uh, yeah, you've been sucked in, but that's actually a really cool set. And the Soto alone is probably going to be worth as much as you paid for that whole set. Is it a Soto rookie card? It's one of his rookie cards, yeah. And it's awesome. That 1983 Topps design is awesome. Did I get an Otani in there, too, you said? Yep, there's an Otani in there, too. All right, all right. I feel a little bit better. So I went to my little baseball card collection that I do have, and it turns out I bought um, a set in 2014 that's still in the box. I bought it like seven years ago. I've been just carrying it around everywhere. And I bought a set from 2017, I think. Just the old top set for like 40 bucks at Toys R Us. That's great. Nice. So I got, you know, do I open them or do I keep them closed? What's the play here? That's what you, hey, I go by the mantra that collecting is supposed to be fun. So you do whatever you'd like. Grab the kids, set an alarm for 1030 after the sit-ups. <laughs> Say, come on, right, let's let's open a couple of these boxes and talk about the these players. The sit-ups are over. There's no more sit-ups, bro. Right, There's just right. no more sit-ups. So I was I was trying to do something during the pandemic, but the the point is, I've been sucked in, and now I just don't know how I'm gonna suck out. Now, what happened with the Yermin Mercedes card? Oh, we'll talk you about. Bu- let's talk about that later. Let's, let's get some fantasy. People are gonna okay, fast so, forward and get angry at us. I don't know. I, I don't know if they. Are. Maybe I they, they will. enjoy. Maybe I mean, why not? They like well, hearing us. You know, because you're funny. Well, so are you. Wait, so funny? is DVR. Wait, wait, I'm funny? What, 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 I'm, what, I'm funny to you? What, am I a clown or something? I'm funny? Sorry, keep going. Let's start with Chris Flexen. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why you wrote his name in there. Well, look, yeah. you, wrote his, you wrote his name. Right, And okay. typical Ian fashion, misspelled it. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> so true! <laughs> this was so much... It was so much easier to do the Dynasty list at uh, Rotowire than it is at The Athletic. Because I had James Anderson, ding, who would do all of this stuff. And he'd be like, yeah, you misspelled that. And he would fix it. And he would put in like the arrows and he would put in like everything that everyone's asking for. Uh, By the way, you should definitely ask your keeper questions and your dynasty questions. People are asking them on the dynasty, on the the newest dynasty rankings that dropped, I guess, I guess about 10 days ago at this point, maybe a week ago. Um, and uh, there are questions there, and I answer them. You know, I get to them every couple of days, and I go, oh, I got to look. And then I will answer every question you have, even if it's mean. What a guy. Well, you know, it's kind of fun. People aren't mean, though. People are usually pretty nice. Uh, really, actually, super nice. All right, anyway, come on. You had, you had Chris Flexen in here, and I want to know why, because he was – Corey Brock wrote about him preseason, and he's like, hey, he came back. He's a different pitcher than he was with the Mets, like this guy with, you know, the five-whatever ERA you may remember. Uh, he's made some tweaks. He's actually very exciting. I like him in the rotation. And, yeah. you know, he kind of bombed out early, but yeah. uh, I was wondering why you put him in here. Okay, so it's it's the phrase right above this. This is not like, this is not like you. Like, this is a very under-the-radar player that you put in here. Yeah, but it's it, I'm just using him as an example for, for the thought process, which is watch the players. See who gets hard on themselves. Because all baseball players, they have talent, right? They all have talent, or they wouldn't be in the major leagues. 
the thing that's going to separate them, and there is talent differentiation. I mean, there's Acuna is its own experience. Watching him beat out a ground ball to shortstop yesterday was insane, or two days ago was insane. His triple is, you know, scoring. Anyway, Acuna, nuts. Under the radar player right there. But I was watching Chris Flexen <laughs> pitch, and he just looked um, miserable on the mound. Like he knew things were about to blow up on him. And that's what I do when I'm watching players that I, especially if I have never owned them before is I watch how they handle, you know, troubling situations because that's going to tell you what kind of a ball player they're going to be long-term. It's one of the reasons beyond his immense talent, why I love Juan Soto, or as I talked about here with Eric Hosmer, like Eric Hosmer smiles at the pitcher, like literally smiles at the pitcher. Like I'm going to take you deep mother. And, Chris Flexen just looks like he, he he was standing there. And to me, and God bless him, and he's in the major leagues and, you know, amazing. But I, I just went, yeah, I'm not going to own Chris Flexen because he just looks like he's sad or scared. And and I think that that's an underrated part of our job as, job is the wrong word, but as fantasy players, to really look at the players, watch their eyes. That's what I do. I watch their eyes and see what they're, try to understand what they're thinking. You know, Tyler Glassnell last night, beyond his immense talent he also he knows he's going to succeed that stuff matters Jacob deGrom same thing I've never owned Jacob deGrom before in my life never owned him in a redraft league never owned him in a dynasty league traded for him in a dynasty league I watched him pitch for the first time and the only way you really can understand a pitcher you never watched him pitch before I had uh, no because I'd never owned him so I never went out of my way to watch Uh, Jacob deGrom rostered him Never right, you're right. Rostered. I've never rostered him on one of my teams. Well, now I have him rostered, and oh my god, is he good? Beyond his genius on the mound and his immense talent, he plays the game so beautifully. I watched him try to. I think he beat out an infield hit or something, and the smile on his face. I was like, oh man, you're the best, Degrom. You are. You're the. You're the flicking best. So anyway, that's why Chris Flexen is there. It was someone who was sort of the opposite of the best flip opposite of that all right so there's no faith chris no not for me there's there's i I lack faith in flexen dvr 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 before i was gonna say dvr hasn't spoken much yeah and people said to me show's great let dvr talk more dvr flexen what do you i mean what do you think of this theory about the way we watch players i think it's important i think it's something that i i look for different things at least i used to look for completely different things than the types of observations you make about players, but I think body language can tell us a lot about a player. Um, So I've been a lot more in tune with that over the last couple of years since we started doing this show. With Flexen, I look at the numbers and I'm like, okay, here's what he's throwing. He's throwing a four-seamer, averaging 92. That's not great, right? You want a little more velocity than that. Throws a cutter quite a bit. That's working a lot better for him. He maybe needs to just ditch the four-seamer entirely and go cutter, curveball, changeup. And it just feels like an incomplete arsenal to me. I think this is this is probably a skill set that's comparable and maybe even slightly worse than Josh Lindblom. And Lindblom's having a difficult time as a multi-inning reliever for the Brewers right now. So I don't think Flexen's long for the rotation. I think he and uh, Nick Marjavicious are your two candidates to pitch poorly enough to keep that door wide open for Logan Gilbert yeah. relatively early this season. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I it's I always feel bad being just negative about a player, but I just don't see anything in the profile that I really like with Flexen right now. So for me, he's just kind of a, a swing man who's getting chances to start right now. Speaking of Logans, how about Logan Allen? I'm yeah. telling you, man, I got Logan Allen everywhere two weeks ago. And it was based on his last start in spring training, his excitement, his passion. There's a great article in The Athletic. If you're not a subscriber, you should consider it. It's remarkably cheap. If you want to buy it through the Dynasty rankings, that'll make Nando happy. That will. Actually, but there's another way you can do it. I don't know if we've released it yet, though. Anyway, uh, okay. go, go through the Dynasty rankings. That's the way to do it for right now. Logan Allen um, has a brother, an older brother, who's 10 years older with, I think, muscular... No, he Oh, had, yeah, that was, okay. that, was, that was a sad story. It was cool. No, it was a great article. I mean, it's a great and, story, but I mean, yeah, yeah. But he he lives in a wheelchair. He doesn't communicate. And Logan Allen, every time he goes out on that mound, he's pitching for his brother. And Logan Allen's dropped thirty five pounds. Now, what does that mean, right? Like, yeah, sure, he's got a better body now. Is he's going to be able to control his rotation more? But what it means to me is here is a guy who is committed to being the best that he can be right now. And um, I own him in every dynasty league. Traded him in one dynasty league this weekend, but that's a long story. Um, 
but uh, otherwise, I mean, he he just looks great out there, and I think he's he's in that Indians rotation. So Logan Allen, DVR, Logan Allen. I like him. I think he's a quality back end guy. It's also buying into Cleveland as an organization that develops pitching really Always. well, and, like crazy, right? Yeah, and I think the only thing that I'm I'm looking at with Allen right now that I think is important to be mindful of. He's faced the Royals and Tigers, and he's caught them both at home in his first two starts. So just I, I, he's still a matchup dependent starter for me in mixed leagues. But I think he is clearly separating himself from Cal Quantrill, who's been basically a ghost in the early weeks of the season. How, how many innings has Cal Quantrill thrown out of the bullpen this season? Three. He's thrown three innings through the first two weeks, which is not what I expected for him when he didn't win that fifth starter job. I did not expect DVR to come in here and hate on Logan Allen, but there you go. I don't really think he hated on Logan Allen. I think he just put a little context around Logan Allen. Matchup dependent is hating on him. That's where I come from. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I definitely... I. I, I, actually, I think I sat him in a couple of leagues because he's going to Cincinnati this week, if I remember correctly. I think he's pitching Friday in Cincinnati. I'm a little worried about that. I mean, Nick Castellanos. Wow, Nick Castellanos is pretty good, huh? Jeez. Yes. Uh, later yeah, on in the is. show, I'm going to tell you about my ale-only auction that we had this weekend where yeah. someone called out Nick Castellanos. Oops. Yeah. Wait, anyway, what? What happened? Someone's like, hey, I'll, uh, how do we put out for bid Nick Castellanos? In an ale-only dynasty league. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, it's a dynasty league. That yeah. makes a lot more sense now. Yeah. Your team makes a lot more sense than it did. Oh, before. did I? Say, I thought I said that. Yeah, it didn't say dynasty, but it, it, we have Booyakasha, so a little LEG in there. So that, <laughs> I guess that's good. Yeah. I was excited. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, you know, speaking of Cincinnati, and because my brain is clouded by this, so is DeLeon having a good season or not? He's striking everybody out. He's giving up home runs, but if he can stop giving up home runs. He's striking everybody out, DVR. I mean, what do you want me to say here? <laughs> well, I, I want you to be – I would. first of all, I would just love to hear you speak, I think, like everybody else. Uh, secondly, you could say whatever you'd like. Carved up the Pirates, got knocked around by Arizona. And that's not a good Arizona lineup. Oof. I just think with De Leon, it's good stuff with bad command. And I think good stuff with bad command usually means bullpen. And he might be great in a bullpen role. I think one of the problems he has – well, there's two. One, Sonny Gray comes back soon, so it's De Leon versus Hoffman to keep a spot with Gray coming back in a couple of days. Mm-hmm. Problem two is TJ Antone, who I think a few of us were expecting to open the year in the rotation, is lights out right now in the pen. So he good. went three and two-thirds against Oof. the Giants behind Wade Miley's start on Monday night. He's got like a wiffle ball pitch. <laughs> and, and Velo on the fastball, too. Like, Man. touching 100 with the fastball, so they're kind of stretching him out, and if you know, if you're getting three and change or four innings from TJ Antone any given outing, you can pretty easily swap those roles at some point if you want to. And then both Hoffman and De Leon are either in the bullpen or maybe they're up and down guys. De Leon might be out of options at this point, though. He's been around for a while. No, so there, I think was, there was a weird ruling uh, about the option the extra years. Year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that works against him in terms of him giving you quality innings as a reliever if he doesn't stick in the rotation because they could kind of use him the way... Rays and Dodgers and teams shuttle players up and down, uh, but I just I think it all comes down to the command. I think that's that's why he gives up home runs too. He just misses his spot and gets punished for it because that's what you know big league hitters can do. So I think he's optimally used like two innings at a time and a working behind those other starters. I think that's where you're going to get the best ratios and still going to get a great strikeout rate from him. Uh, hey, I could be wrong. I'm wrong about stuff all the time. No, you don't have to be apologetic. I, I think it's pretty obvious you guys don't like him as much as I do, or don't like him at all. I don't know if anyone likes him as much as you do. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I've, I've always been intrigued by him, but I, I think he has a significant skills flaw that is keeping him from unlocking that promise that he was kind of showing years ago that put him on top 100 prospect lists. I Fair. think there's more upside uh, than I would have expected coming before what he did in Mexico over the winter, right? Um, yesterday, no Dominican Republic, no Puerto Rico. Oh, I'm sorry, Puerto Rico. My apologies. Um, yesterday, we uh, Wilson Caraman and I were making a pickup of uh, Roman Quinn because of, and I think Roman Quinn is someone that people should consider um, because of uh, what Girardi said. And I think that there's a possibility that Quinn could get some time. He was available in Devil's Rejects. We had to make a decision on who to drop. 
and we discussed, did we drop Jose De Leon? We have Mike Fultonewitz, who's another under-the-radar guy. No one was picking him up. No one was watching on Sunday. They should have because Mike Fultonewitz, hello. Um, what, did we you see? To, what did you see from his eyes? Uh, what I saw from his eyes was a guy who was not scared. I saw a velo down <laughs> a, a few ticks for sure, but I also saw a guy who's going to pitch and a guy who I want to put on my bench because if he can put it together, it's not that far back where we were talking about him as a number three starter, number two starter even. The point about De Leon though. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wait, was Fulton Evich the one? Sorry. Was he the one who like disappeared after like three weeks and there was some like disagreement with him and the team? It was that, it was Fulton Evich, right? With Bal- yeah. Was it Baltimore? No, it was with Atlanta. It was with and Atlanta. Then he with, went to Baltimore, right? No, and then he went to Texas. So that's where he is now. And he's the number two starter on Texas behind Kyle Gibson, who we all need to keep our eye out on. Got blown out in his first start, but was throwing 94 mile an hour sinkers. I think there's nothing more exciting than a 94 mile an hour sinker to me. Or the Frankie Montas 97 mile an hour sinker, which is just insane to watch. And the reason why I keep getting sucked in and got slammed with his first start in too many leagues. What about the Ted Lasso season finale? Uh, Ted Lasso season finale gets that big, big, very good stuff. Um, but Jose de Leon, we decided to keep him, and I, I, was, right. like, nah. I was like, you know what? I, he's he's is he, he if he's not leading the league in strikeouts, he's coming close. Um, and so he's got the stuff. He's worth he's worth a speculative keep at this point in the dynasty league. Um, and uh, so 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 not bad. Another under the radar guy to to keep an eye on is Alex Cobb leaving Baltimore, going to. Uh, Los Angeles, the Angels, it's a really good baseball team out there in Los Angeles, even though they just lost Rendon for a little while. And uh, I got Jared Walsh is, is Jared Walsh killing it. Yep. Love me some Jared. Walsh. Who took over as Angels pitching coach, actually? Matt Wise. Yeah, it was Mickey Calloway. Matt Wise. Yeah, and they, he, the people are saying that he's so fantastic and he's doing a great job. Everyone's everyone's ticking up in velo. Um, Cobb, I, I actually put Cobb into uh, the team that I do with James Anderson. Ding! And James took him out. And then I went to look last night. I was like, oh, 10 strikeouts, going to get the win. And he's out. Why, did he, why is he out? It was pretty sad. It was a sad little moment. DVR, this is Matt Wise, the former Brewer, who's their pitching coach now. Yeah, he had a pretty good changeup back in the day. Also, Joe Ross, guys. Also, Luke Weaver, guys. These are some uh, of the Luke, guys. Luke Weaver's a... I've got many of him. Good. He was really good the other night, and he was just throwing heat. And he his first start, I, I was kind of big on Luke Weaver coming into the season. and he. Uh, but his first start was in Colorado. He gave up, I think, three home runs in the first inning and then settled down in Colorado. And then just the other day, he pitched. How many pitches? How many innings did he throw? Did he throw seven? Um he threw game log against Cincinnati. Seven innings, one hit, one walk, eight strikeouts. Booyakasha. <laughs> 94 bitches. It's good stuff at home. So these are these are some under the radar starters that you should be that people should be keeping their eye on. You know, grab them. And and don't throw them right in. Like grab them and see if they catch fire, if they if they found something, you know? Similar to what we were saying about Robbie Ray in spring. It was like, yeah, it looks like he's got looks like there's a little bit more command coming. And if Robbie Ray didn't give up that home run to Kyle Higashioka, who might be making Gary Sanchez obsolete in New York if he keeps hitting home runs like he did last night. Um without before that, Robbie Ray was keeping track with Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole, not Garrett Cole. What's the matter with me? DVR is, is Higashioka someone uh, the pitchers like? Like we haven't seen that yet this year. Like the catcher that the pitchers like, who's going to get at bats just because the pitchers are like, I want to throw to this guy instead. Do you have any indication on that one? I haven't heard or read anything to that end. Uh, I'm trying to think if there, does he have does he have anyone he's catching regularly? Is he catching Cole? Yeah, he's going to catch Cole. Yeah, he is catching Cole. He didn't catch Cole after opening day. He's been catching him, right? Sanchez caught Cole both the first two times um, because I think they really were just like, Gary, we're going to give you all the chances. And then Higashioka plays yesterday, catches Cole brilliantly, and then hits two home runs. It was, mm-hmm. a, I think you're going to be seeing more Kyle Higashioka. He's a, he's, I think he's a better baseball player than Gary Sanchez right now. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. 
You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. All right, back to the rundown. Back to Ian's rundown. Okay. I don't know where you want to go with this. Uh, we talked about J- we talked about Jacob Degrom. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you guys this, and then I'll give my opinion at the end. What did you think of the Nando? Did you happen to catch Michael Conforto um, getting hit by the pitch to end the game against the uh, the Marlins last week? Yeah, you couldn't escape that. I didn't catch it live on TV. Right. What did you think of that? Uh, I don't. I don't care. Okay. I mean, it looks like he leaned into it. Smart baseball move, and the ump called it. So there you go. Gotcha, I think it DBR. sucks if you're Anthony Bass because I think that, that's what cemented him as done as the closer. Pretty, yeah, I, I would agree with that. DBR, what were your th- thoughts about that? A little bit bush league. I mean, like guys do that, and usually they, get, they I, I see that get called as an intentional leaning into the pitch like that, where they they don't give the guy the base. So frustrating that they didn't get it right, given the stakes in that situation. I thought that was the biggest Bush League thing I've ever seen. I will think of that every time I hear Michael Conforto's name, maybe for his career. I hated that. That was a strike down the middle. It wasn't even on the inside part of the plate. He, If you're going to put armor on your elbow to protect yourself and then use it to block strike three because you can't hit Conforto, because you can't hit, and you're going to do that, and the Miami Marlins lose the game? As such, I was outraged by that. I thought that was I thought it was so bad, so bad. How did you feel about Barry Bonds back in the day? Which part? <laughs> what well, part? Because uh, the, the one thing about Bonds is always he was wearing that huge piece of armor on his arm. You can you know, wear he... the armor. I'm all for armor. You can do that. But if you're then going to use that, the thing about getting hit by a pitch, having coached Little League, it hurts, man. It hurts. You have the armor on your arm, and you get hit by the pitch. So the, the point is, you get hit by the pitch, it hurts, you get first base. We'll call it there. Here's the situation. He literally, I don't know if you guys saw how far he leaned out. That was a strike right down the middle of the plate. I think he should be suspended for that play. I think he should be suspended for two games. I think he hurt the integrity of the game with that. All right, I know I'm going to get killed I, I, You know what I think it really is, though? It's just the league needs to be able to get that right. If you have replay and you have this technology, you have to be able to get that right. So in the moment... Maybe behind the plate, you can't tell how much he leans into it, right? It's a fast game. I think being an umpire is probably a lot harder than most of us think it is. But with replay, with a system in place to not get that play corrected, that's horrible. That's what wrecks the integrity of the game. Like Conforto leaning into a pitch, yeah, it sucks. It's not something you want to see players doing. But just the fact that we can't get this right with the systems in place, that's the problem. Okay, but Don Manningly should have come out. And then something happened last night, too, in the Angels game. It was a runner on first, and David Fletcher, it was first and third. Otani was up. Ground ball to second base. Second baseman, uh, Whit Merrifield, goes to tag Fletcher. Fletcher backs away from the tag, does not get tagged, throws the guy out at first. Fletcher gets to second base, run scores. The umpire calls him out of the baseline. He was not remotely close to out of the baseline. And for some reason, they didn't challenge it or they weren't allowed to challenge it or something. That Maybe maybe that's what it was. But it was just like, what are, what are we doing? Like, that should not have been a double play. Fletcher made the right move there. Oh, outrage. Outrage yeah. at 11 a.m. But but I thought the Conforto play, I, 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 was, I was ashamed for him that he did that. Oh, it's probably too hard. But I really, really didn't like that. I thought that was just, Bush League is, is too polite for what I thought it was. Ian, you're on fire this morning. Well, they stole the game. They stole the game. They cheated. He cheated is what he did. He cheated and got away with it. I don't think you should be able to get away with cheating. Have you guys seen the clip? I posted this last night of Ramon Lariano as he's scoring a run. His helmet pops off partway down the third baseline, and he's trying to sort of like corral the helmet as he's running, and he... It just goes in the direction of Stephen Vogt. I, I cannot tell if it was intentional and I didn't throw it at him or anything like that. But the last time he touches the helmet, it kind of looks like 
he's playing spike ball and just guiding his helmet in the direction of vote, which it it didn't matter in terms of a play at the plate, but it mattered in terms of the runner who hit the ball and second got an extra base because of it. And the first time I saw it, Zach Buchanan, our Diamondbacks writer, put the gif up. And from the gif, it begins right at that last touch of the helmet where it in, in the gif, it looks like he did kind of throw it at him. The full version just looks like he kind of like tapped it up in the air trying to catch it because he's running full speed, right? There's there's really, I don't, I don't think there's any way you can fully measure intent in the situation, <laughs> but it's just like this bizarre comedic play that I don't think I've ever seen anything quite like that before. I am watching this play. It's worth going to DVR. And if you, if you don't follow us on Twitter, you, you, please do. Chris from Baseball Pods put this on Twitter who also wrote a very nice uh, email. Uh, <laughs> We're friends again. To you. We're good, cool. Good, good, good. Well, he had to he had to give he had to give the love, and um and he, but he said that we don't we should be saying our Twitter handles. I'm at IanCon4. Derek is at Derek Van Riper, and Nando is at Nando Defino. Is that correct? That's correct. So I'm Ian Con Four. Don't follow at Ian Con because there's no fantasy baseball there, and there won't be. Yeah, but you I'm could watching... follow that if you're into other things. Yeah, I guess you could. But if but I'm watching the Loriano. It's not to be discussed in the same. It looks a little, but it's not the same as the Conforto move to me. Not remotely. I just ugh. It, oh, it's also the oven mitt hand. Like he's wearing the stolen base mitt as well. Right. Which, I mean, that would make it harder to catch a batting helmet that's falling <laughs> yes. off your head while running full speed. I didn't, realize, just, I didn't realize it was an oven mitt situation, too. If you look, if you just look at the GIF, it definitely looks like he's sending it to vote. Yeah. It definitely does. On the GIF, if you didn't know his helmet fell off, you thought, oh, he yeah. kind of took the helmet off and just tossed it, just lobbed right. it at him. It wasn't well, he was trying, malicious yeah, or anything. He's trying to get it back on, but he gets the underside, and then he's like, oh, screw it. That's what it looks like. I, I offered, uh, I, I discussed a trade with DVR before we got on, before Nando joined us. Uh, I would be trading Andrew Vaughn for Ramon Laureano uh, because Ramon Laureano is stealing so many bases. It's insane. Andrew Vaughn was your, like your guy. I associate you with Andrew Vaughn and Andrew Me? Vaughn with you. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, actually, if, if, if you have to ask who is more of a Andrew Vaughn, like love the guy, DVR loves Andrew Vaughn. That's why I, I thought that, right? I mean, is that true, DVR? You're a huge Andrew Vaughn guy. No, nah, I just think he's going to hit a lot. I mean, every, everything points to him being the kind of guy that as a first base prospect will actually deliver on that potential or something close to it. But I'm convinced that trying to learn how to play left field yep. while getting that first exposure to big league pitching is not the easiest way to break into the big leagues and, and people are saying it's left field he's a baseball player he should be able to handle it it's it's a different game if you haven't played out there in a long absolutely time. and it's different where you put your mind as i'm telling you your head if, if you're playing first base you then when you're playing defense you're just playing defense and in between innings you're not thinking about playing first base because he's been playing first base since he's four years old he knows how to do it but when you have to go into the into the dugout in between innings and look at charts and like oh wait i'm supposed to stand here where am i supposed to stand you never get comfortable and this game is about being comfortable that's why chris flexen as good as he may be one day has to find more comfort it's about being comfortable it's why the rules in little league matter because it just it takes away fear of failure really is what it's, it was what those what the rules are about and baseball players deal with failure watching rowdy Telez get a hit after going 0 for 21 last night oh so painful Poor guy. He's really... But he finally got a hit. Almost took Garrett Cole's head off. You know, you put something interesting in the rundown. Speaking of hot and cold starts, uh, that you were wrong about J.D. Martinez. And I know like, I know he's not under the radar, but, uh, like, is this too early? Don't you think it's a little early? To say that I was wrong, loud wrong? No. I mean, you put it um, no. in caps. Yeah, no, loud wrong. That's what I'm going to do. Loud wrong. I was loud wrong on J.D. Martinez. I thought that the descent had begun... You know, we talk. People talk about all the things they get right. I got this so wrong. I remember talking to Ariel Cohen. Ariel's like, "Listen, JD Martinez just didn't is. have the. He didn't have the video. I did play tennis with Ariel Cohen this past week, which was Come super on. fun. No, I did. I, I played tennis with him. He he. We played tennis. Who was um, better? But, was he better than you thought? Uh, you know, it was fine. But JD Martinez, did you beat him? Was it six nothing? Six nothing? Not quite. No, not quite. Was no. it six one? Six nothing? You know, it doesn't matter. JD Martinez, he so he you can't said, say you played tennis against Ariel Cohen and then not tell us a score. Did he not think? Did he not think that you were as good as you are? 
No, what he said to me before we got there is he said uh, on the phone the night before, he says, you know, I'm giving this a lot of thought and you're asking questions in a way. I think you might really be a lot better than me at this game. And I said, well, we'll see, you know, because you never want to talk up too much because you never know what's going to be on the other side. And like, here I go. Like, here we go, Ariel. No, Ariel, Ariel is going to grow in the game. He's going to improve as a player. And and here's the thing you should know about Ariel Cohen on the tennis court. Never quits. Never quits. Just keeps going. Like, come on, bring it on. Bring it on. Okay, good shot. <laughs> you know, that's pretty much what it was. But that's not the the point of the call. Why don't you take it easy on him? I mean, why? like, isn't it less enjoyable to beat someone in a casual game, 6-1, six, 6-0, six, than it would be if it was like 6-4, six, 6-3? Six, Do some volleying, you know? Get some yeah, shots did. back at you? We did. We did. We did. We, we, we ha- I had a great time. On DVR, it sounds to me like a lot of balls were hit like so hard that they stuck into the fence behind Ariel. <laughs> it's hard to tell. I mean... I don't know. I've never heard Ariel or Ian talk about playing tennis before. So are they people who occasionally play tennis because they bought a racket 20 years ago? Or have they secretly been playing in a league for the last 20 years? I play a lot of tennis. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So Ian's good. Yes. I'm very good. What's the next Um, sport? Like, are you guys going to go like do shuffleboard next? No, no, I think we're good. I think we're good. I may go out and, and try to hit his softball pitching because, you know, what I do is I, 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 um, what's the word? What is it? What's the word that he uses? That's Backspin? So funny. No, he, uh, he, I hypnotize the players. And actually, because, you know, <laughs> he talks about hypnotizing players in during, during auctions. Well, I do. I, you know, I, I actually hypnotize the players. What I do he, is. He had actually lost 6 0 6 1, but he made him think that he won to come back on the show and talk about it. <laughs> No, no, but he does a little hypnotized thing with his serve where he does this little kick before his serve. He does a little foot, foot, kick, dip, boom, right? And and it took me a minute to kind of figure it out. I was like, all right, don't look at his feet because his feet are just going to confuse you. Just watch the top half of his body. It's like I went um, zip lining for the first time at the Bronx Zoo, which I highly recommend. It's, it's super cheap, super fun. And like you literally are like, you've got to, it's like bungee jumping. Like you have to jump off a cliff and then it like takes you across, right? And I, what I realized was, was like, if I look down, I'm not going to jump. So I just like look across and then I'm like, all right, here I go. And, and that's kind of how you have to play Ariel Cohen in tennis. Don't look at his feet. <laughs> just don't look at his feet. Just stay on the top half of his body. This is the advice you came here for, everybody. J.D. Martinez. Can I get back to J.D. Martinez, please? J.D. Martinez, before the season, Ariel Cohen said, well, J.D. Martinez is really going to have a big comeback this year. I said, no, he's not. And he goes, and Alberto Mondesi is a waste of money. And I said, no, he's really not. So we made a bet for a dollar. Who's going to be more valuable? So then during, and this was like in January. So then during the whole draft season, Mondesi's being taken at 21. J.D. Martinez is being taken at like 110. I'm like, how's that bet feeling for you right now, big guy? He's like, nah, it's not really good, to be honest. I'm feeling a little a little down about it, but you never know. And I, I really do believe J.D. Martinez is going to be quite good. And uh, and now J.D. Martinez is. So so Ariel's killing me on the J.D. Martinez, Aldoberto Mondesi. Oh, it's, it's April 13th. What's April 13th? Today's date. Today's date? I mean, like, it's so early. It's so early. I know it is so early. You're right. But he's hit. He, he's J.D. Martinez is the best hitter in the American League right now, isn't he? I mean, there's right now. I mean, he's just he's just a beast. And Akil Badu is a beast. And your mean Mercedes is a beast. And Tyler Glass now is the beast. He's in a different category, I think. DVR, take those first three and rank them for rest of season production. The first three out of which players? Uh, Martinez, Badu, and Yerman Mercedes. Rank them in terms of who you'd... Because it seems like right now you could maybe trade J.D. Martinez for both of them off a high. I guess they're all kind of high, but... You could get more. You could get a third player added in to Badu in in your being. Like, I can't... I mean, J.D. is just not even close to those guys. Like, I, I think... I think it comes down to how much faith you have in, in your mean Mercedes, but that is a classic, you know, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Like, if you follow the projections and you think about historical trends with a player like that, you expect it to crash and burn at some point around midseason, if not sooner, even though he's really showing no signs of, of slowing down just yet. Uh, Badu, I still think he's a big side platoon guy, so I'm Martinez, your mean then Badu for this year only. Even though Badu versus Yermin, like in a keeper or dynasty league, who do I believe is going to be relevant a few years from now? I think it's Badu by a decent margin. Ian, what do you think? What do you think? I'm going to go J.D. Martinez, obviously, one. Right, obviously, yeah. I'm going to go Badu, two. And then I'm going to go Mercedes, three. 
But here's what I'm saying. Here's why. I think Mercedes, your mean Mercedes, could be a Nelson Cruz. I mean, not that good. But he could be the DH on that team for a really long time. Like, just play him. And maybe he gets catcher eligibility. But for this year, I think Badu's going to play. I think he's going to play. And I think he's going to run. I think he, he could be like... There's there's the upside here for this year. Oh, this is DVR's gonna hate this. Oh my god, he's gonna hate this. I think this is too this is too rich. I wanna say I was gonna say the upside is Lorenzo Kane for Badu, but not Lorenzo Kane at his absolute best. Like twenty seventeen, Lorenzo Kane, he's not gonna be that good this year. He's gonna struggle with average at a certain point. But boy, the skills and actually I don't know if that's a good comp because Kane doesn't have the power that Badu has. I mean Badu hit a four hundred and fifty foot home run yesterday. That ball just kept going. And I love the way he came out of the box. He had the ball four hundred and fifty feet. He wasn't looking at it. He was running just in case. And then after he turned first, he started to do a little, you know, like, hey, look what I did. But I'm I'm really liking the Badoo, and I'm really grateful I got him at least in TGFBI. So I'm I'm really I'm I'm kind of a big fan of Badoo. Has that TGFBI drama subsided? Yeah, I think right, so. Right, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 subsided, which is good. It should. There's no room. There's no room for drama. Please, the the game is fun. Let's just play the game. Let's just play the game. Play the game that you play. Enjoy the game that you play. If you're part of an industry league, enjoy it. Give it everything you have. That's what I say. I, I might look, I've got one team that I am my tout wars team right now is in so much trouble. I have injuries everywhere. I have closers that are losing. I Anthony Bass lost his job. Liam Hendricks isn't doing it. You know, I mean I got I got problems, but I you know when I'm gonna quit? You know what I you know when I will take the foot off the gas? Never is when. Never is when. That's when. Never. Never. October third. That's when. I'm gonna play it. I'm going to play my tail off between now and the end of the season. It's an honor and a privilege to play in these leagues. Give it everything you have. That's how, that's how I feel. And and anyone who has any other thoughts about it, God bless. But that, those are my feelings about it. Like, I feel like Ariel Cohen taking that one game for you is really bothering you. <laughs> in tennis? I, yeah, I feel like you just want to – you just would like, oh, man, it should have been 6 6 No, I'll tell you this. I, I hit a couple I, under the net that I shouldn't have. Uh no uh no no he no I thought I hit him in the I thought I hit him in the nether regions with a shot <laughs> I did singles in singles yeah yeah oh. I, I hit the ball pretty hard did it hit the net did it deflect off the net no I just hit it really hard and I thought I hit him in the nether regions and he made a little move like I did like he was just kidding but it reminded me of when I got hit in the nether regions in 2017 when I was playing third base in a fast pitch league in Central Park and I had to have surgery. Yeah, it's true. All that happened. So my head went to that for the and then I double faulted for the first time in the match. He broke me in the game. So I lost that I, and then I just I lost I couldn't couldn't come back. I was down love 40 before I knew it and then I think I came back to 1540 and then I hit one in the net and he won. And he was like, "Well, there you go. At least I got one." Are you playing uh, Mike the Mouth next? Nope. Right. No, I'd, like to, I'd like to watch that match. I'd like to see that match. I'm not sure if he plays tennis. I'll put you guys on a text and find out. Sure, yeah, right. as, as you will. Um, but <laughs> no, but I, I mean, Ariel, the, part of the reason is because he beat me in Tower Wars. I wanted to win in something. So I was really nervous. I was like, you know, coming down to that last day. Oh, I'm just, I'm gonna, well, you know what? It is what it is. <sighs> it is what it is. You just got to take the wins with the losses. Take the losses with the wins is really what I wanted to say. But yes, J.D. Martinez, loud wrong, loud wrong. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.
Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. All right, let's move on to uh, some other stuff. All right, so I want to bring this up, actually. I'm in a dynasty league. Uh, I had Josh Donaldson as my third baseman. I also traded I traded away Yohan Moncada for Michael Conforto. It was a points league, uh, and I needed more outfielders. Hey, you got a point for that little elbow thing, so that's good. Yeah, that's, it works out. Yeah. Well, I think great. I got more. I think you got an RBI out of that, too. That's the point you would get. Anyway, keep going. No, I think it scores for hit by pitch, doesn't it? Uh, really? Whatever. Yeah. Conforto, I'm so down on him. I'll get over it, but not right now. Well, the point is I lost him, so I'm like, all right, who else is out there? Brock Holt. So grab Brock Holt. Obviously, he got hurt. Uh, so I ended up on Matt Carpenter for this week. And, you mm-hmm. know, like you look a little bit at Matt Carpenter, and I know he's supposed to be like a part-time player, but it just feels like someone who's going to 425 at-bats this season and maybe do a pretty good job with it. DVR. <sighs> oh, no. <laughs> Come on, say something bad about a Midwestern player. I dare you to. Uh, I don't know. I don't know, man. I, I I can't I can't I can't get on board. I'm sorry. All right, fine. Let me move along to my. Wait, no, no, no. Team. I can get on board. Hold on, I can get on board. I can get on board. I can help you out. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Matt Carpenter, right? Um, last last legs, baby. I mean, look, if we're talking about Brock Holt or Matt Carpenter, Carpenter makes sense. Here's why: Tyler O'Neill just went down. That means Edmonds going to move to the outfield and cover that spot because the, they do not have tremendous depth out there. That means you're going to get at least I'm going to say four games a week from Carpenter as long as O'Neill is out, right? And who knows? He He's playing second base again, which is kind of cool. And he could provide. He'll certainly give you Brock Holt, uh, Brock Holt stuff. Well, I mean, it's not like I was sweating Brock Holt. It was just like the guy. No, but I'm I just saying at, like, like a hope play. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what it's about. I mean, at this point, if you're if you're picking up Brock Holt, you're not picking him up for anything other than possible counting stats. Who knows? Carpenter could go on a roll and hit some home runs. And then all of a sudden, Goldschmidt gets a day off, and Carpenter plays first, and they give Arenado a day off, and then he's playing second base. It's a good happen. Yeah, all right. It's a better move than Holt, but what else is there? Matt Carpenter just looks so done at this point. Yeah, he kind of does. I can actually tell you what else is out there, if you'd like. What really, else is out really there? quickly. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, let me pull it up. Uh, Brad Miller, Jose Rojas, no. Hans Alberto. Oh, Hunter Alberto. Rojas seems like a guy you'd like. Jose Rojas, like 28-year-old guy that's mashed in the minors, getting an opportunity. Like, that's kind of interesting. Jose Rojas from the Angels, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he's going to play right now because Rendon is out. Right, right now. But this, this, I picked this up before Rendon was hurt. Yeah, but Rendon's going to be out for a little bit. So at the weekend, if you could look Rojas, but Brad Miller, you're not going to take Brad Miller. Who's the other guy? They run fab every night on this. Oh, do they? Well, then you can get Rojas right now. And do you, can can you put him in right away? Uh, no, I got to wait. But I, I can accrue players, but I can't set my lineup until Monday. I kind of like that. I kind of like that. So who else was available other than Rojas? I like it's Rojas. too late. Hold on. I'm adding him right now on that screen. Uh, really? Jake Lamb, hold- Eric Sogard, Josh Harrison, Joe Panic. But again, I picked up before Josh Harrison came back. Uh, Joe Panic, Pablo Sandoval, Kevin Padlow, Wyatt Matheson, Matt Duffy, Ahir Adrianza. Rojas. Hmm. Andy Ibanez, anybody? No. <laughs> no, definitely no. He can't catch a break. Oh, no, no, we talk about your AL auction dynasty. Oh, should I put a dollar or two on uh, Josh Rojas? I know people in my league listen to the show, so. So then you may want to put two. Um, the, the AL auction on Sunday night, can I ask you a question? Why did you guys do this now instead of like, you know, March? It's an old league. Uh, they just, they've all, I think a lot of the guys like to get that first week. For whatever serious? reason, yeah. And this is a this is a startup dynasty AL only. No, this has been going on forever. I just they they wrote me into it like two years ago. I took over a team that was really bad. Okay. And finished fourth. Not bad. Yeah, Thank that's you. not bad. Oh wait, someone someone has. Oh, I'm looking at the wrong Rojas. All right. Anyway, I was looking up Josh Rojas. Anyway, you have Bobby Witt. You have Forrest Whitley. You have Davy Garcia. Those that's those are my minor leaguers. But what bothered me is one of the guys in the league who was one of the like there are people in this league who don't know who the players are, and then they bid up a few of us who know what we're doing, uh, which is bothersome. 
But uh, this one guy's like, hey, I ran the numbers through RotoChamp, and here's what it is, and they got me dead last. But I was looking at my team, I'm like, that's not a dead last team for an AL-only auction. There's a guy, like, I walked away loving this team. Huh. Does that look like a dead... So, Kiner Falef is my catcher because they're playing with 2019 eligibility because we didn't do anything last year. So I'll do a quick read of the team. Kiner Falefa and Jansen at catcher. Candelario first. Kike Hernandez second. Mankata third. Rosario short. Iglesias middle. Setsugo at the corner. Um, Sugo's bad leadoff every day. Yeah, but he's not doing not a doing darn anything. thing. Yeah, Hicks, Dull, Mazzara, Benintendi, Estadilio is, I guess, your util player. And your pitching is, I kind of, I don't hate your pitching. Boyd Cobb. I like Boyd this year, by the way. He's looking great. He Rafael is, Montero. Kopech is also looking great. Rich Hill. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Frankie Montas. I love that 97-mile-an-hour uh, sinker. Uh, Dean Dunning, fine. And Sawar. So, 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 future Boston closer. Okay. Oh, yeah, okay. Are you sure? Oh, uh, yeah, 100%. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's fine. I think it's I think it's good. And I got Odorizzi coming. Odorizzi starts today. That's, yeah, yeah, I don't know about that. I'm I'm a little worried about Odorizzi in his first start back. I'm I'm pitching him in one league, but um, DVR, what what do you think of the team? Solid overall. I think the biggest concern I have is that there might not be an ace. I know in an AL only league there aren't that many to go around, but I'm very curious to see if the starting pitching ends up being good enough. Like that's the that's to me the tr- biggest trouble spot. Thanks, friend. Yeah, but no, that's not bad. I mean, <laughs> no, that's the biggest trouble spot. I'm worried that well, he I got, well, I got close Nate Pearson. While he's coming. I got Nate Pearson and Davey Garcia coming. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I, you also got Bobby Witt coming. That's kind of fun. Bobby Witt. Nolan Jones might come. Jaron Duran might come. And Buyakasha yeah. might come. Well, that was just my, my happy stamp at the end. Why are you obsessed with Ha Seong Kim and you want him everywhere? What's the thought process there? Oh, go look at his numbers, man. He was so consistent and out like so it goes back to he hasn't done anything yet in America. It's yeah, a but consistency game. is consi- like he wasn't like, okay, this guy, you know, he's what like 25. He had that one yeah. season with 25 home runs, but he had 11 before that and 8 before that and 13 before that. It was like 20, 28, 22, 24. Yeah, but the quality of pitching is so much better here. Yeah, but I mean, like you're gonna have up and downs. This guy was just straight consistent. That's a, that's what stands out. So there's something for that. His batting average is like between 270 and 302, like six years. That's not yeah. easy. And he, he can no run down a, years. He, he can run a little bit. I love watching him hit home runs because he does a little. He he really it's it's a really pretty swing. I just don't think he's gonna play. I mean, you also have Jorge Mateo getting a raw deal. I don't think so. I don't think Jorge Mateo is getting a raw deal at all. I mean, I think that there's just too many mouths to feed. And Cronenworth and Profar and Pham and Myers and Trent Grisham, who has come back well, Hosmer. That's a DVR guy. And Machado. I mean, there's just not room at the end for these guys to yeah. play. Mateo's I just don't getting think... a raw deal. Yeah. Why? How is, it, how is that a raw deal? Because there are too not, many players. He... Well, no, but he played center field. He gave, I forget who was against. And I, I, oh, it was Blake Snell was pitching. I know because I, I own him in Tout Wars. Uh, no, I roster him. Ah, I roster him in Tout Wars. And he gave up a home run to somebody because Mateo literally went to catch the ball, went off his glove, and then went over the fence. Well, he should, be, he should not be playing center field. Okay, great. So then where is he supposed to play, Nando? Well, he could have played shortstop a little bit. Where? That's his, that's his natural position. But then where's Kim going to play? That's my point. Hey, good news. And Tatis- good news. Breaking news. Yeah. My wife tested negative for COVID. Very good news. Looks That's like we just have a common news. cold. <laughs> good. But the point is that Kim is not going to... Tatis looks like he's going to come back. He's already starting to field. There's no way that's happening. You got to re- read the inside injuries take on that. There's no way that's... he's. I mean, maybe he'll come back for like two weeks and discover and that he get can't hurt play. Again. Or yeah, just yeah, like maybe. just figure out that he can't do it. The cortisone will wear off. I mean, maybe, yeah. I think, I think for me, someone asked me on the Dynasty list. Good place to to get your subscription to the Athletic if you want. Um, someone asked me like how far I would drop him. I would drop him to number seven on the list now because I think it would have been cool if you were in the new version of Dynasty. And if people started googling what? Ian Con Dynasty, looking for your ranks, but they got the TV show as a Google result, <laughs> and people who wanted to see you as the actor on the show Dynasty uh, got your Dynasty ranks. That would confuse so many people. <laughs> I think that might be the opening of the show. I have one other option, but that's pretty <laughs> funny. That's pretty absurd. Anyway, so you put him number seven just because of this? Yeah, yeah. Because I, it, it's the reason uh, Robert Mershak, oh, 
and I traded him in the offseason straight up for Juan Soto. I just kept having visions of him getting injured. I didn't think it would happen on a swing. I thought it would happen on him diving for a ball and just landing wrong, right? It's, it's a concern I have. You got to have with Buxton. It's a concern with these hyper uber athletic guys who go for plays that maybe they shouldn't go for or swing just a little bit too hard. But you look at that shoulder issue. Look at what happened with Bellinger, right? Bellinger's shoulder issue happened. I think it was in the World Series last year. He high fived somebody and dislocated his shoulder. And now he's still dealing with it now. And having suffered a, a shoulder injury myself in November, shoulder injuries, they don't. They don't heal themselves easily. Like it, it's it's real touch and go at all times. Yeah. So it, it's a it's a real concern. It's just a real concern. And now you say Roughnet Odor career resurgence. I want to laugh at you, but I also kind of want to say you might be right. He started last night. He started every game since Sunday. He started. Well, I guess that's just two games. But there, here's the reality: they're going to move Lemayu. I just read an article about this. They're going to move Lemayu to first until Void comes back. Odor is going to play against righties. Against lefties, they'll put. Um, uh, how are they going to do that against lefties? That doesn't make sense. So he may be the everyday player as it's set up right now. Played against the lefty on Monday night. Yeah, so Odor, I think Bruce has worn out his welcome in New York. I I saw Michael Talkman taking ground balls at first base. And then you can see into the eyes of the players. There was a shot of Bruce. I'm watching the game last night, and there's a shot of Bruce just sitting there like looking out forlornly good word forlornly at his situation he's like i'm gonna get dropped i'm gonna get released it's like being on a tv show and realizing they're gonna write you out it's a tough feeling um is that happening sitting there uh it happened once on a tv show i did a tv show called the unusuals on abc and i played amber tamlin's boyfriend on the show she was like a cop show yeah she was she was great and i you know i was the it was a good gig to get it was like the recurring kind of like dreamy guy and they they did that like I did like five episodes and then the head writer who became the head writer for Fargo was like yeah I mean you know it's really more of a cop show than like a relationship show it's not what the show is about and then Amber Tamblin like essentially like I thought I was getting written out so I got a script that said yeah we're breaking up and I was like oh man this is the worst and then I get to set and they said we changed the script and at the end of the episode, it was the, the season finale. And at the end of the episode, she looks at me and says, I really do like you, you know, or something like that. And I went into her. I was like, what happened? Like, I, I thought I was getting written off the show. And she said, yeah, I was like, no, you're not writing him off the show. He has to stay. Wow. That Very was, nice. That, yeah, it was. And then the show got canceled. But, you know, so we never <laughs> did come back in season two. But I, I, I was like, oh, man, I'm going to like. Well, Jeremy Renner was in that show, Ian. Yeah. Yeah. Jeremy Renner was. It was right as the Hurt Locker was coming out. So there was a period of time that was a that was a that was a fun show. Terry Kinney, Terry Kinney, yeah, he played the the chief of police. I was like the Adam Goldberg boyfriend. Yeah, it was a good. Yeah, it was. Yeah, Monique Gabriella Karen. How many how many episodes was I in that? I forget. It's like, like six, four, six. Oh, good. Yeah, six. So six out of the ten. I was in six out of ten, and I was gonna. And she was like, "I didn't sign up to do a cop show, Ian. I signed up to do a cop show with a relationship. You're the relationship. You're staying." And I was like, "Whew, it's good stuff." Thank you, Amber Tamlin. Is this where you met Corey Stoll? No, I knew Corey Stoll before. I've known Corey Stoll a long time. Um, Corey Stoll's a great actor. That dude can... The show was stacked. DVR, are you looking at the IMDb page too? No. Ten bucks told me that. I I bet you a a a 1983 grade thing that he was not looking at the IMDb page. Kristen Milioti. Yeah, that was that way. He was not not going to do that. That's definitely not the way. All right, we gotta we gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta get my. You gotta go. I gotta get my backup COVID test just to make sure I'm okay. So rough net odor career resurgence. I'm kind of buying in on that. It's gonna he happen. Looks good with, he looks good without the beard. He's gonna play wherever I can get him. I'm getting him. Wherever <laughs> go get I can his get rookie him. card. Go yeah. buy his rookie card. I bet it's cheap right now. No, you know, and I'm not. I think he's already past that. Oh well, next show I'll tell you about my urban Mercedes experience because I guess I'll have a conclusion by next week. But I, I would. Oh man. A lot of negative feedback going around on eBay these days. Did did you get paid? Before you go get your COVID test, did you get paid or did you not get paid? Is eBay going to... I did not get paid. Is eBay going to make sure that you get paid? Apparently they do. Good. They should. There was something about a credit. Like I had to file a report and there's some kind of merchant credit. So I don't know if I have to go and resell it and then they split the difference of what the resell is or if they're just like, here's the 238 bucks. Spend, Spend at will. 
Seriously, they should absolutely do that. And that guy either, that guy, because otherwise, or they got to go to the guy who was $237. Just like when Larry Schechter said that he. Yeah, but that won't happen because the card's 117, 120 now. Is it really? The window's See? closed. Told you. I See? That's Told you. Exactly. That's why you that's had why to do it. Yeah. Well, no, you're going to get your money. There's well, no I way. I'm not going to resell. Not. Like, I think I'm just going to hold on to it at this point. Right. But the, the whole point of putting it on the market when you texted us and you texted us and said, right, I bought it for mania. six. Should we do it? Should I put it on? We were, both of us were like, put it on right now because you sell it for two thirty eight, dollars and you're going to go buy it when it's $40. You can buy eight of them or seven of them. I don't know right. what the math is. Right. That's the whole point. That's the way you play the game. So stay tuned for more. We'll let you know what happens. But we got to go. Well, I got to go. These two can stay if they'd like. No, we're good. Without you, we're out. Yeah. For the guy who hates every player you love, Derek Van River. That's me. For the guy who, uh, when I I snap my finger, he'll remember the actual score of his tennis match with Ariel Cohen, Ian Kahn. (laughs) (laughs) 6-0-6-1. I'm not an Avito. Thank you for joining us. Have a great one. I was hypnotized. Bye. Thank you.